0: Thanks for tuning in to the Alpha podcast. On today's episode, we have Jess Bondon talk about his travels from a van. So what this guy does, him and his girlfriend, they go to a continent and they buy a van, they fix it up, make it, you know, nice and cozy inside, kind of like a cabin feel. And they just travel, travel the entire continent. Right now, he's making his way through North America. Uh, When we were talking, he was in California making his way up north towards Canada. He talked about something like Yosemite, some of the other places he's visited. Uh, He even said that he was thinking about going to Big Sur right after we did this episode. And then he talks a little bit about his next trip that he plans on uh, doing, going through Europe, even though he's been in Europe, but he wants to drive from Europe all the way down to like Southeast Asia to Indonesia, uh, crossing through the Middle East. We talk about that a little bit. And it's just, you know, he's got a pretty cool outlook on life. It's just, uh, I love hearing these types of stories because, uh, as some of you may know, I went to Europe at the beginning of this summer. And before I was set with that trip, I was thinking about, should I just buy a van, just travel the country? You know, I could go to Canada, maybe make my way down to South America, which I did ask him if he was thinking about doing that earlier here. Uh, I eventually decided that, you know, I should go to Europe. And do that instead, but it was definitely like a thought I was seriously considering for quite some time, just because i'm I'm very intrigued by this lifestyle of picking up whenever you'd like you, you, literally your house is your van, so you got a bed back there, and you can find some really cool spots when I was in Portugal. there were some people that were doing something very similar to what jess is, was doing, and you can pull up to some really cool spots, find some really cool locations right on the beach. Underneath some palm trees, and just you know hang out there, you get a bonfire going at night you're you know on the beach during the day, and it 's just a really cool lifestyle, I like the nomad lifestyle so when i when Jess agreed to come on the show, I was really pumped because I wanted to pick his brain a little bit and just see where they 're at, you know, and how he makes this happen because you know you need a budget behind it uh, you can 't just pick up and go, you need money, so he talks a little bit about that i Really recommend everyone go check out his Instagram page. It's at Wild Bond, and Bond is spelled B-O-N-D-E. It's he's a photographer too, and these pictures are just unbelievable. So you can go follow his page, follow along for the journey. It's uh, you know, it's one of the best follows on Instagram for me. Also, Jess had to find Wi Fi to do this uh, interview with us, so he went to a McDonald's. I was able to edit out some of the background noise, but I wasn't able to do it all. I got, like, the kids running around, people talking, but there's, like, little things that come in here and there, like people opening a door or, you know, someone might yell something. And then there's also one portion where they drop, like, the fries or the hash browns or whatever into the deep fryer, and you hear that, too. So I apologize for that. Uh, For the most part, the sound quality is pretty good. It's just, you know, with the Wi-Fi, sometimes it gets choppy, and I was able to edit out and, you know, make it as, you know, nice as possible. We did have some uh, connection issues, but I was able to fix most of those. So, again, I apologize in advance. It's just, you know, hard with sometimes with these guests that, you know, they are doing these, these big trips, these big, you know, things in their lives. It is, you know, you don't have Wi-Fi from your van. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Why should you be denied the right to be handsome? Well, the guys over at Handsome Pills have come up with a simple solution for that. Handsome Pills are a multivitamin formulated with all the essential components needed to living a healthy life. Each component plays a vital role in repairing and restoring your hair, skin, and nails. Monthly subscriptions start at a low cost of $16.99 a month. Available online at handsomepills.com and for the whole month of October you can use the promo code handsome October for 15% off any order so start living healthy feel great and most importantly stay handsome Uh, I I don't do this for fun we we ain't playing with
1: it My Body and soul, I need your heart, my body and soul. Ah, heart my Body and soul, I need your heart, my body and soul, now let's go. Vibe let's with it, ride with it, let's go, let's go, vibe with it, ride with it, let's go with it, with it. Let's go. Get chicken, vibe with it, let's go. Let's go, now let's go, let's go. Ah. Someone bless me, I got the holy water. Feel it through your body, your manula, I've got it
0: Baby the bounce. It rain bit it's really it was, honestly just listening to your stories i was looking through instagram like through your pictures and i'm like wow this guy does a lot with his time so you know i just want to <laughs> hear a little bit so welcome to the alpha omnia podcast thanks for coming on um, thanks for having
2: me
0: you're currently in california is that correct
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm in Fresno at the moment, so I just had a weekend up in Yosemite, and um, just kind of waiting on a few things to fall into place, and I'll probably be heading out towards the coast from there. What's,
0: uh, what are you trying to fall into place?
2: Uh, just a couple of, like, packages from brands and stuff, oh, okay. um, and then also, like, trying to time um, for meeting up with some other people and stuff as well, so um, there's a few, like, potential shoots and stuff going to happen, but I don't know. It's it's just a bit of a, it's hard when we're all like free spirited and no schedules, we try to mix it all together and try and make it happen. But
0: when it does come together, that's when, um, that's when the best times happen. So that's great. How was Yosemite?
2: Oh, dude, I love that place. It's probably my favorite place in North America. Just those mountains get me every time. So yeah, loved it. So were you
0: guys camping or were you in your van?
2: Uh, I was in my van, but we did a couple of overnight backpacking trips as well. Um, so yeah, I just love getting out of the back country and, um, trying to get away from everyone else as well. It's always, always nice. So uh, a couple of hours out on a trail, you don't really see too many people. So it's perfect for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I kind of got the best of both worlds there.
0: So. Nice. So, um, I think we should maybe give the people a little bit of background on what you do. So what you do, you travel the world in a van, right?
2: You build yeah, a van, you so, buy, you
0: get a van, you build it up, you fix it up, you make it look awesome, and then you and your girlfriend, you guys start traveling the world.
2: Yeah, so well, it, it kind of depends on which continent like we are, because usually the vans stay on, in that continent. So I'll say if I'm flying to Europe um, potentially like next year, which is the plan, I'll go to Europe and then I'll buy a van and then I'll deck it out. But I'll sell my old one, and that I can usually like make a profit on the vans, and that funds the next van and kind of like starts to build it that way. So, yeah, usually the van is the mode of travel that I like to go for just because of the, the amount of freedom and stuff you get. Plus, you, you save money for like accommodation and all that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's, the lifestyle and also the community of Denmark is insane. So, it's um, it's definitely the way to do it. And, yeah, just try and travel as much as I can and stay on the road for as long as I can. Yeah.
0: You mentioned a community. How do you meet people on the road? Like, since, you know, I like to travel a little bit. When I travel, I stay in hostels, so I'm able to meet people that way. But if you're in a van, do you run into other people doing similar trips as you, or do you pitch, pick up hitchhikers? How, how do you build this community?
2: Uh, it's usually, like, you get parked up and there's another van there and people are kind of, like, hanging out, just doing whatever you do in a van, and um, usually kind of just, like, say good day, and, like, have a bit of a conversation. Or um, also like out on the trails and that kind of thing. If you're out on, on a hike and meeting people that way as well. But generally for the van life community, um, I guess I also have like a pretty big following on um, Instagram and other social media channels. So by going through like people messaging me and saying, "Oh, I'm here, let's meet up," blah blah blah, it's also a pretty good way to um, to build that community for sure. And um, yeah, it's just it's nice. Like everyone's just super intrigued about what you're doing and where you've been and all that kind of thing. So it's it's
0: pretty oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome to build that community because my favorite part of traveling is meeting new people and meeting people that I would never have thought that, like, we'd be friends, you know, but you, you're you traveling all alone or in small groups of people and you all come together and, you know, you go out grab a meal, have a good time, a couple of drinks here and there. Well, yeah, completely, sure. very different from what you're used to with camping and, you know, going on <laughs> hikes and stuff, but...
2: You know, you're it's finding... still it's still it's still the same vibe. Like it's still like you know, we'll probably like cook dinner around like in our vans or like share a meal between like vans or you know out on the trails like hang out, and talk about where we've been and other hikes and mountains and peaks and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's essentially the same thing; it's just in a different setting.
0: Yeah. How is uh living out of a van? I'm sure it's very uh, exciting, uh, but there's probably some challenges. You know, like daily comforts that you don't get.
2: Yeah, it's probably why I'm hanging out in a McDonald's right now. Like, it's not, not super ideal, but um, I mean, I love it for that freedom factor. But there are challenges, such as like, um, you know, there's always a mad rush to try and find a public toilet, or um, or some. Even last night, I tried to um, find a little sneaky spot stand camp in, um, in Fresno here. And I pulled up, I usually go like next to like a park where it has houses on one side and then a park on the other and park on the park side. So then people don't know if you're actually in the houses, but then you have that sort of freedom of the park here. So you're not like yeah. you know, on someone's like front lawn. Um, but as I pulled up, like an old lady was walking a dog and like, she, I could see her shine a light on my license plate number and I like, wrote it down. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, so I guess I better move from here. I didn't know if she's going to call the cops or something stupid. So, um, so yeah, just trying to find a place to park sometimes because I never ever paid for um, parking or like uh, for camping overnight. Never have and don't plan on doing it either. Um, so it's always a challenge to try and find those sneaky spots. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you're out and sometimes you're tight. Sometimes, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. gotta keep
0: on driving or something. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, that's the best part. Like when I'm traveling too, I like going off the bean path and I love seeing other people who live out of vans who are traveling, like what you're doing. And I love just seeing like, wow, you guys, pulled up right into this beautiful spot and you're probably going to stay here for a couple days you know i'm just lucky enough to be walking through and you guys are just like living this life embracing it um how long are you do you usually stay in each spot or is it just day by day just see where you guys are? what are you guys are feeling how you're liking it
2: yeah it's very very dependent upon like um a bunch of different things from like uh from like is there a toilet there like yeah. all the all the facilities and stuff there is a is a spot like you know like one of those places where you just never want to leave or um photography wise and stuff that's a lot of my adventures very photography driven being a photographer, yeah. oh, so um can I shoot sunrise or sunset and that kind of thing um yeah, but generally if it's like if it's a beautiful spot by the river, then i'll you know like maybe stay there for a day or two and just kind of like bliss out as much as I can, maybe shoot one or two sunrises and sunsets and then, um, yeah, just try and soak it up because that's also the most important thing because you're so busy um, moving around a lot and changing location all the time. You kind of like need to be able to like stop and appreciate it and soak it all up and then also just like reflect on how amazing like life yeah. is and all that kind of stuff. So, I'll yeah. Let it soak um, in I, and compare it to exactly. other places. Yeah. I'm super busy, but it's, it's nice to take those, um, take those days, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's super important. I, uh, I sometimes have that problem whenever I'm traveling. I, uh, I want to see as much as possible in the shortest amount of time. So I, sometimes I just need to chill out, relax, be like, Hey, I'm going to spend a little bit more time than I probably should here. I'm just going to soak it all in embrace the culture. You know, like you, you embrace the nature, just. Especially, you, I mean, it gets tired traveling all the time. You're driving one spot, trying to find these places. Like you just said, like, you never want to pay for accommodation, so you got to find some free spots. It's not always easy to find. So. Yeah,
2: for sure. Uh, yeah.
0: So where were you guys coming from before Yosemite? Where were you?
2: Um, so kind of like halfway through, like, a pretty big trip through the States at the moment. So we kind of came down through, like, Glacier National Park. Um, all the fires and stuff were up there at, the, at that time though so we kept on going south towards um, Idaho and the Sawtoots and then did uh, Yellowstone and then down to the Tetons Utah like south, southwest Utah um, all the places like Arches Canyonlands and then down into like Monument Valley uh, then we did Page Grand Canyon um have which is insane and then uh vegas death valley yosemite that so is that's been, you've been that's, everywhere yeah it's, it's a lot of locations but um yeah it's been super fun
0: how long's it been
2: uh just in the states it's been like two months now so months. not too long yeah i've got like one more month to go and i'll probably head up towards like Oregon and Washington for the uh, for the fall, and then back into Canada in November.
0: Uh, are you guys doing planning on going to South America too? Uh,
2: not on this trip just oh, yet. I, thought, like, okay. I have another yeah, I have another like big um, trip coming up. It'll um, that, probably start in Europe next year. Okay. So that's kind of all in the pipelines and stuff at the moment. And then the idea, if that goes well, then it'll be like from South America up.
0: America. yeah I for some reason, I thought that you guys were going to South America uh I don't know, I was looking through all the posts. And I'm like, oh, this looks is awesome because I thought you were going to go all the way down from California down, I'm like, wow, because I know a lot of people do that from I think Argentina mm-hmm. up to Alaska, and I know it's a long trip, but yeah. I've heard some people say they just love doing it, so I thought that maybe you guys were doing like a reverse trip since it's getting cold over here now, you know <laughs> and before you move up. I thought maybe you'd be going down south.
2: Yes, I would- yeah I'd love to do that but um yeah that's that's another trip yeah sure. that's
0: another trip so how do you uh, <laughs> how do you decide to do a trip like this like i mean what was your life like before these trips
2: um so I'm actually uh, a teacher in Australia or graduated as a teacher um teaching outdoor education um, so hiking and climbing and paddling and that kind of thing um but Pretty much like when I graduated, I was like, I don't really want to teach right now. I can't really be bothered dealing with students. So I went and joined super yachts, like private luxury boats for billionaires and worked on those. I was super lucky that I got on a bunch of boats that um, traveled all over the world. So kind of like just sailed on these, like it sounds insane, but sailed on these like luxury billion dollar yachts. And um, yeah, just kind of like went all over the place. Um, and then once I kind of got sick of that, I uh, did that for four years, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to go and uh, do like a little bit more travel, and then I was going to go back to university and study again. But then traveling kind of caught me a little bit again, and uh, you I didn't really want to leave. Yeah. yeah. So, and photography got a little bit more serious, and um so I had to actually make money off it. So I was like, well, I might as well just keep on doing this and see how it goes. It's going pretty well.
0: Just living the dream, enjoying it. That's what uh, I met a couple guys from Australia, and one of the guys was a teacher too. Because I asked him, like, how are you here for so long? Because he was in Europe for three months. I met him in Portugal this past summer. I was only there for a couple weeks. He's like, yeah, I'm a teacher, just like you. He's like, I got all summer, you know, and uh, I don't have to worry about school until October. I think he said something like that. It was a little late. I thought I'm like, wow, you have to really start school late. But I know, you know, that's completely other side of the world. Your seasons are different and everything. Well, that's wild. I mean, what's a like? What's what's your favorite place you've been to? Let's start
2: with that. Oh, that's a it's a tough one. But for me, there's something about like Arctic Norway. It's just like insane. Like so, right up north of Norway, um, the fjords and the mountains up there are just stunning. So you have like these giant, giant mountains and just like sheer cliffs just rising out of the ocean. Like and just the the islands and the peaks up there just blow my mind. So. I think that place, um, I've been up there like five times or something now um, just because it's so stunning. Northern lights and also like during the summer, 24 hours of sunlight and it's just super crazy. So I'd say Northern Norway is probably, probably the place for me.
0: Yeah. And uh, are you going to be going back there next, The uh, next
2: trip? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? I'd love to, but I've also been there like five times. I feel though I should probably go somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. Where (laughs) in Europe
0: are you thinking about going?
2: Well, the idea is to actually drive from the UK back to Australia. Um, Oh, damn. Yeah. So that would be from like Western Europe, Eastern Europe, down through like Turkey, Iran, Pakistan, India, Nepal, back to India, um, Burma, Thailand, and then keep on going south, can kind of island hop, almost the whole way to Indonesia. And then you put the car in a shipping container to go from Indonesia to Australia, and that's the only lake that you actually have to do that the rest of the time you just catch ferries. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be back in Australia. So that's the plan. Wait, So, you so just got to try again. You,
0: you got to get to Indonesia, and then from there, you put it in a container, but you ferry hop also.
2: So, I'll put the car in a container, and then I'll just fly it down to oh, Australia. Got it. Yeah, um, that's... But that, that's, that's the only time that mm-hmm. I actually have to put it in a container, though. So, um, the rest of the time, I can just put the car on a ferry and just cruise that way. So, it's um, yeah, it sounds like a long way and a lot of water and stuff in between, but it's actually pretty accessible yeah
0: uh are you nervous at all about like going through the middle east i mean americans have a uh, you know probably a different understanding than australians and the rest of the world in the middle east like are you nervous at all about that
2: um i mean there's always that hesitation from other people's opinions and like what they have to say and all that kind of thing but um i've also read a bunch of things about other people saying that that was their favorite part of the trip and that people are actually like insanely friendly and um, that in terms of like all the countries and stuff that they went through on that trip, that like Iran and Pakistan and those kinds of areas were 100 percent their favorite parts, and the people that the friendliest and the most caring and giving. so I mean, I know they get a pretty bad rap, but uh, you can't really paint the whole country with the same brush, so hopefully. a little bit of luck we run into those nice people and um yeah it turns out
0: okay yeah i'm sure most of them are nice and they're probably they probably get you know pretty pissed off when the rest of their country gives them a bad name they get cluttered into that big group so i'm sure when they do have foreigners come through they want to show them the best time be the nicest to them so then people do leave with a good impression of them you know because they, they, yeah, they know what people are saying and how they're rushing out. It's unfortunate, but, you know, it happens. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what does your budget look like for trips like this? How do you come up with it? and You know.
2: Uh, well, it's usually dependent upon, like, uh, well, I guess, like, if I can get sponsors and stuff on board um and get, like, enough work and stuff stuff flowing in, it'll kind of like, it'll determine the budget a little bit more, but um, usually I'm pretty frugal with my, most things, so uh, for like a trip this this time around, it's like $1,200 a month, um, just traveling in the States and Canada, so I mean, it's not a huge amount of money, but it's also like, it's enough money to make sure I've got like food and gas, and that's pretty much all I need, like, yeah. I don't pay for guided trips, or I don't um, I don't go out and eat very often, much ever. So, or I don't really drink alcohol that much either. I might buy a six pack and have one or two beers in the van, and that's kind of about it. But other than that, it's, yeah, it's pretty much as cheap as I can go um, most of the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have uh, the bigger picture in mind. You want to see as much of the world as possible, take these awesome pictures, have these great experiences. You don't need to be you can sacrifice eating out, drinking alcohol, you know. Yeah. Or
2: or maybe yeah, even stay in a hotel. You don't need to do that. <laughs>
0: Especially because you're, you're, the van looks kind of comfortable.
2: Looks cozy in there. It is. It's super comfortable. It's kind of crazy that, like, if I go park in uh, friends' driveways and stuff, they're always like, oh, you can have a bed in here. So, to be honest, I prefer to sleep in the van. It's super comfy. <laughs> It's it's like that's my home, though, you know, like that's my home bed. Like when people go away and they're like, oh, I can't wait to sleep in my own bed, like that's the bed, for
0: me, yeah, so, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, and it's comfortable. You don't have to worry about them, you know, making room for you. You're like, Yeah, I'll hang out with you in your home, but then I'm gonna come out and sleep in my van in the bed. But yeah, yeah that's exactly. great. And but I'm assuming that, um, that thing probably takes up a lot of gas, so most of your budget probably goes to gas, right?
2: Yeah, it, it depends on how much I'm moving around, but it it'd probably be like, you know, half to three quarters of my budget, to be honest. So, um, yeah, it's getting a service at the moment, though. So I'm just kind of hoping that everything's all good there as well. I don't have to pour too much money into that, but it should be fine. Yeah.
0: So, um, what have you learned about yourself through all these experiences? Um,
2: that's a very good question. <laughs> Um, Because a lot of people don't
0: get to experience as much as you've experienced. Most people don't leave the countries they're from. They don't even leave, you know, the hometowns they're from for that long. Or if they do, they go to the same place every year, you know, on a family vacation. But you literally are traveling through the whole world with a van.
2: I'd say, like, when I was 23, that my patience levels and uh, my openness was not very great. So. Uh, over time, and especially like living in the van because things are changing so much i 've definitely learned to be a lot more patient and a lot more open to all the situations that are kind of like coming in and out of my life um, and that uh, i think i think just now yeah it's like any situation, whether it 's good or bad, I can appreciate pros and cons because if it's if it 's good then it 's amazing and it 's awesome, but if it's bad, then it's also like, okay, I'm going to get through this, and then that's also a story to tell at the end of the day. It's really the bad parts of the stories, so for me, I'm a lot more positive and a lot more open to anything happening, whether it be good or bad. Yeah.
0: What's uh, your favorite experience
2: that you've had? Oh, um... Okay. So I'd probably say like the first time I saw Northern Lights uh, in Iceland was just yeah, pretty mind-blowing. And uh, I kind of got like a little bit emotional and kind of like forgot about how to use my camera because the whole idea was to photograph them. But like, I just, I forgot about everything. It was just like, it was one of those insane, insane experiences that um, kind of just yeah, it blows your mind and you can't help but just be in utter awe of Mother Nature. And, amazingness so I guess that was probably um, probably the thing that probably stands out the most yeah
0: thank you for your time I really appreciate it I know it's probably not easy you know having to come out and find some Wi-Fi what's your plan for the rest of the day
2: yes I got a business interview later on uh, in a couple of hours so I'm gonna go pick up the car and then uh, find another spot for Wi-Fi but start heading towards the coast I think I'm not really sure where but I don't know somewhere along the coast maybe Big Sur area I guess
0: I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous of your life. Do you want to plug anything before um, we finish this up? Do you want to, you know, any sponsors or how how can people find you?
2: Uh, just through social media. Um, Instagram is probably best. It's just at Wild Bond um, and Jess Bond. Wild Bond. Um, yeah, and that's probably just the easiest way. I'm pretty pretty lax about the whole thing. If you want to check out my work, do that. If you don't, no nice stress.
0: I'm definitely going to push it because I think your uh, work is great and I love just, you know, the journey you're doing and, you know, all this content you're giving out to the people. So I'm going to push it for you for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, brother. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, good luck on the rest of your travels. I'm going to be following along.
2: Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me on this band of blast.
0: Thank you so much. Have I got the holy
1: water? Fit it through your body, you'll make it out of the gutter. Maybe for the bounce, I got it from my mama. got it from my mama. I got it from my, my mama. I do my bang like a cold kid. That's the first line of the day. Max Payne, I'm a murder of the day. Working like my mama, who be working for the raise Yeah. I love your mama. A lot of people rapping, a lot of people talking. Nobody make it up. Take it to Chicago, they can put your cheap cup. I bet you're not the keeping that you say you want. <laughs> Run it on the highway, I need a red carpet on my driveway. I'm a monster, hurting midway. Put your way, I do this shit my way. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. All my body and soul. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. All my body is so. I need all your energy, I need, so. need you to believe. All my body is so. I, I need all your energy, I need you to believe. All body so. Someone bless me, I got the holy water. Feel it through your body, you're my doula, I've been got it. Fear the bounce, I got it from my mama. Uh, Fear the bounce, I got it from my mama. Uh, someone bless me, I got the holy water. Feel it through your body, you're my I've been got it. Living feel the bounce, I got it from my mama. Uh, got it from my mama. Uh, got it from my mama. Bluff uh. so big that they call me Big Pop. Outbreak kid, yeah, they call me Showstopper. Big so big that my bitch got proud. problem. White skinny kid, but they call me die. This all me, I get it from my father. If you thirsty, I got a holy water. Turn the streets, call the priest, take your friends, take your mama. Ah. I got a holy water, hit, jig it to the beat Like an info door in the sheets I can do this all week, love it so much I do it for the free, when my heart feel the beat It's like a new pet joint, it's just dropped in the streets it on the highway I need a red carpet On my driveway, I'm a monster Her me midway, put your way I do this shit my way, I need all your energy I need, need you to believe All my body and soul I need all your energy, I need you to believe All my body and soul your energy to
2: believe. your energy to believe. The divine gift, find, give,
1: us not come from, come from, come from.